Welcome to another edition of Drunk Discussions. On this episode, I am joined by a very special guest. Who is it? Stay tuned and find out. Without further ado, let's get this shit started. That is right, Drunk Discussions is back in your life. And like I said off of, off the top there, I am joined by a very special guest again this week. First of all, let me thank Detmers, who, who was the guest on the last episode. Really appreciate it having him on. If you guys haven't heard that episode, go check it out. But I am joined by a longtime friend of mine and a former co-worker, Sarah. Sarah, how's it going? Welcome to Drunk Discussions. Wow, finally. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a long time coming. Was that finally as in finally I'm having you on or finally I shut my mouth and introduced you? A little bit of both. I was going to jump in a few times there like, holy shit, bro. Well, it's I I have <laughs> Detmers is Italian too, so I ha I have back to back Italian guests, so I know that for the most part I'm probably not going to have to do a lot of talking on this episode because I, <laughs> I know you Italians love to talk. It was hard for me to get a word in edgewise with Detmers on the last episode. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but before before we get started, and this is an episode that's probably going to end up like just. Yeah getting me so much hate because Sarah, Sarah likes to just shoot from the hip and just <laughs> say whatever's on I'm a straight mind. shooter. No filter. I, I apologize ahead of time. I, sorry, not sorry. I, I have done my best over the years to avoid politics on this show, but with, with Sarah, I can't make any promises. So <laughs> I'll be good. I'll play nice. But Sarah, there is a drinking game to this to this podcast. And for anybody wow. out there listening who may not be familiar with the show, anytime myself or in this case tonight the guest Sarah says the phrase really strong, you have to take a drink of whatever is in front of you. It doesn't necessarily have to be an alcoholic beverage because we know that there are some people that are sober and have battled their demons with alcoholism. We get that. So it doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage, but whatever you have in front of you, whether it be alcohol, water, milk, juice, whatever, anytime myself or the guest, in this case, Sarah, says really strong, you have to take a drink. You don't have to do it for, for this part here because this is just an explanation. But moving forward, anytime it's said, you must take a drink. I'm going to have fun with this. I know you're drinking wine, so you're going to be wine drunk. What? <laughs> diet Pepsi all the way. And ooh, diet Pepsi. That's a really strong move, Sarah. Not going with the alcohol. Try. I try. I myself am going with Corona Extra in a can. It's the first time I've ever had Corona in a can instead of a bottle. So we're going to see how Busy. that goes. <laughs> Is it? Do you have lime on the side or are you just I swigging do, it? I'm just, I'm just swigging it. I, I am not doing any limes or, or lemons. Most of the bars I've gone to have served it with lemons instead of lime. But I think lime would be a better choice. Hmm. Lemon. You know what? A lot of people don't know the different, like I've found 
lemons and limes are confused a lot. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really tend to discuss lemons and limes with anyone like on a day to day basis. So I I don't really have fruits and vegetable talks with with anybody, as evidenced by the fact that I'm a fucking fat ass. (laughs) Well, as I've become more refined with age, yes, my topics of conversation have definitely matured. Really? really? You've you've become (laughs) refined with age? (laughs) I... I have known- maybe we will crack out the wine. We'll see how this goes. I, I I have known you for eleven years, and refined is not a word I would use to describe you, David. <laughs> I'm shocked and appalled by that statement, Sarah. I think it was a really strong statement. <laughs> Zing! Take a drink. Yeah. So for listeners, you for new listeners of the show. You'll find out very quickly that the whole purpose of the drinking game is to just fit that phrase in as much as possible to get drunk as quick as possible. So (laughs) there's no rhyme or reason to it. I'm just going to try to sneak it in as much as possible throughout the episode. That's what she said. (laughs) That was a really strong joke. Take a drink. Refined as well. We're not, we're, no, no, I'm not, I am not going to accept your refined propaganda. Like, I'm not, I'm not allowing it. I'm going to overrule Whatever. it every single time. We'll let the listeners decide. I'm a fucking lady, right? <laughs> Hashtag because I'm a lady. That's for my friend <laughs> Steph. That's a throwback to the early episodes. <laughs> a really strong hashtag. Fuck. Nice. Nice. I like that you're picking up this game. Really strong move on your part. Double drink. <laughs> But before we go any further and before I forget, I want to get the show plugs in. If you guys aren't already following, be sure you're following the show on social media, facebook.com slash drunk discussions, everywhere else, Instagram, Twitter, even TikTok. You can just follow along at drunk D podcast. And if you want to help support the show, pick up some merch, go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash drunk discussions. I'm working on getting a Teespring store up and running, but Teespring has reformatted themselves as spring and I don't like their layout now. So I'm probably just going to continue using Spreadshirt for now. But at some point there will be a Teespring shop as well. And guys, make sure you're letting your friends know where they can find this show. Because if you're listening to this, obviously you've already found it. But let your friends know where they can find it. We're available on most major podcasts and platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. And the main source of uploading is Podbean, drunkdiscussions.podbean.com. With that out of the way, Sarah, introduce what? yourself to the audience. I really don't know what to say. I mean... That's a first for you because you've always <laughs> got things to say. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I don't know, David. I don't know. Like I said, you and I go back a long time. We've let me just adjust my mic here because it's being a dick right now. You and I go go back a long time. We've known each other for eleven years. Mm-hmm. We started this- off as coworkers. You were actually my assistant <laughs> manager at HMV. <laughs> I came in really strong, really strong with that position. And that was two really strongs plus mine, so that's triple drink. (laughs) But what are some of your memories of 
your time at HMB. I know it wasn't long because our store got <laughs> shut down like a year after you you came in and everything got fucked up and shut down. Let me just clarify that had nothing to do with me moving into that position. Thanks. Well, you also um, you also made enemies out of staff who wanted to wanted your your immediate <laughs> end. That was so bizarre. Like that was my very first shift. I stepped foot into that store for the first or second time. And this guy, can we say names? Like, I don't know what we could do here, but uh, yeah, he like immediately you brought you to the back and name? said, Chris, I, I think I, I can't remember. I I'm going to say yes, but bald let, Chris. Let, let's bald Chris. If you're listening, <laughs> what up, what up, what up? <laughs> He hated me like and we hadn't even had a conversation. I, I never even met the guy. We weren't even introduced. And he was dragging you guys to the back room and saying that he didn't trust me. <laughs> which which would become a theme in your life with men. But it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a really strong statement. <laughs> Ouch. I had to I had to get that one in there. Sad but true. <laughs> but yeah, no, he hated you. Like just from the from the day you arrived, absolutely hated you. Had it out for you. But then, like, he never showed up for any of his shifts. Was always <laughs> was always like leaving early. Like this dude, I I don't know what this dude had going on. But yeah, he was he was a little he was a little crazy. Yeah, and that's what made it kind of scary like he was just completely off his rocker but so yeah that's one memory another memory is having no fucking idea what i was doing with returns that was great i think you and i had a bonding sesh over that (laughs) every month so so for those that don't know (laughs) or who work retail and this this process isn't similar because i still work retail and the way we do returns now Definitely isn't the way that HMV did returns. So the way HMV would do returns, <laughs> we would buy like DVDs and CDs every month. It would get shipped in and they would be the ones they would be the ones that would be on sale for like two for 30, two for 15, three for 20, that sort of shit. Right. And then at the end of the month, any of the DVDs and, didn't, and CDs that didn't sell would be returned to the vendors which was stupid because then they would just get shipped back out the next month to be on sale again. So it was like, it it was a stupid process to begin with because why send shit back that you're just going to get returned for future sales anyways? Just keep it in your fucking inventory. It was the- Well, thank you. It, it, I think this is like the first time I feel like you're sort of coming to my defense in this oh, oh, aspect. I mean, that's, <laughs> no? A, no? that's a really strong suspicion that you have, but- let that go because in no way am I going to be coming to your defense here. <laughs> but I had to take a drink because I, I said the phrase. Anyways, yeah, no, the the way they their return process was completely fucking stupid. Like whoever worked at head office was a fucking dumbass. I'm I'm so sorry, but I'm also not sorry because it was just a lot of wasted time for nothing, for nothing. Yeah, but anyways, I 100% agree. And so every month we would have to do this process and it really felt like maybe (laughs) it really did feel like every two weeks more than every month. 
And that's just because we would do the returns and then the shit that we returned would get sent back to us like two weeks after we returned it. And then two weeks after it got back, sent back to us, we would return. It, it was so, it, like I said, it was such a fucking idiotic process. But <laughs> every time we did return. Speaking of idiots. <laughs> fit right in with HMV. Should have should have been working for head office rather than store level. But every, every month. I'm so glad we're friends. <laughs> I'm so happy you walked into HMV and and by walking into HMV also walked into my life because you just boost my confidence, David. Like you have no idea. Well, that's what I'm here. I'm here to give yeah. a really strong morale boost. Drink up. So every month we would do returns. And Sarah would never be able to find the shit that she was looking for that had to be sent back. And she would she would bring the return sheet up to me and she's like, can you help me find this? I can't find it. I've spent three hours looking for this. I've looked everywhere. I can't find it. And within like 15 seconds, I would find like every single copy that we were supposed to have. <laughs> and it was, I think you were fucking with me though, because I would literally look everywhere. I would look on the shelves. I would look underneath. I would look everywhere. I would look in the different sections, different genres, whatever, whatever in the back room. And then you just come strolling out with a stupid smile on your face. Like, dang it. So yeah, you know what? I think you'd give me the list that you had already pulled and you just come out with your stupid fucking basket and be like, I'm David. I'm amazing. Here you go. Bam. But can I can I just point out that usually I was closing and you were opening, so you had access to those return lists before I did. Whatever. So that kind of throws a wrench into your little little conspiracy theory there. All right, David, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. But it was just it was just hilarious because every month Sarah would not be able to find shit. She would come to I me. Couldn't find anything. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'd find like one stupid fucking title <laughs> out of 50. And David would have the list just, you know, knocked out of the park in maybe two minutes. <laughs> so that's the second memory. Um, what else? Oh, what about my fan from Metro? So I came in one day. I was off. It was so I was off on Valentine's Day. And I came in and I went into my office the following day and there was a card on my desk. And I thought, oh, that's cute. It's probably from one of my staff. So I open it up. For, and this for, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you for a second, but none of us, none of us staff members would, would even think about giving you a Valentine's Day card. But it's nice to know that you thought we would. Ouch. <laughs> Back to my pleasant memory. So I open up this card and I immediately just... I, you could tell by the handwriting. I'm like, nope, something's off here. This is written by a psychopath. So I'm reading through it and it it says, now not verbatim, but as close as I can get, dear Sarah, you're a sweetie and a sweetheart and a nice person and a sweetie and you're so nice and you're such a sweet person. We should be friends. And it just continued on and on and on. And I'm reading through it. It was like, like a long, long fucking yeah. letter. Both sides of the card were written like single spaced size five times new Roman, <laughs> but handwritten, if you will. 
it was, it was creepy as hell. And I couldn't figure out who it was. And I look at the name and it says Mark. And I'm like, we don't have any marks here. And I honestly thought it was a We probably specific... shouldn't be using real names on the podcast. Well, it's not like I have his fucking last name, okay? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Mark is not listening and would even remember this shit if he was. So I thought it was a specific staff member, went up and asked them. And they're like, no, we have no idea where this card came from. Go back on the floor. And this guy that I've never had an interaction with in my life comes up to me. And he says, Sarah, did you get the card? And I look at his name tag and it says Mark. And I'm like, how did you know my name? Who who informed you of this information? And if we've never communicated, how do you know I'm such a sweet and nice person? Yeah, I, I just I just want to point out because most retail companies have people wear name tags at HMV. We did not have name tags. We didn't name tags were not required. So there would be no way for this guy to to know your name. Yeah, absolutely. And it didn't end there. You know, Easter, Christmas, Victoria Day, any holiday or event that came up, lo and behold, I would have a card delivered to me from Mark. So I don't know. That's that's definitely one memory for the books. <laughs> I I'm and a, you all thought it was fucking hilarious. Thank you for that. Thank you I, for I the support. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't remember laughing at that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you guys encouraged him, but, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. That doesn't sound like anything that the staff of HMV 887 would do. <laughs> Somebody had to have given him my name. Hmm? Don't look at me. I don't talk to people. Yeah, that's true. Oh boy. <laughs> Memory number four. Am I <laughs> the pure cards? David, as David's assistant manager, I quite often had to deal with customers that he didn't leave such a nice taste in their mouth. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had angry parents coming into the stores. Choose, choose your words wisely here, Sarah. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't get into specifics with this one. So I'm just going to leave it at that. David created lots of work for me in the customer service department. And it really, really tested my soft skills. And I really had to do a lot of damage control, but it was so worth the experience. Listen, Can I leave it at that? All right. Listen, okay. <laughs> We're taught as cashiers when it comes to upsells, ask every customer every time. And so when I was selling the pure card, which was the HMV loyalty card for those out there listening who aren't Canadian and aren't familiar with HMV, I had a kid come up and he was buying a CD and I'm sure I'd seen that kid in the store before, like wandering around and looking at stuff. So I thought he was like a regular. And so I asked him if he, when he made his purchase, if he had a peer card and I asked him if he wanted to purchase one at the time, the loyalty card was like three bucks. And the idea behind it was every time you made a purchase with the loyalty card, you got a point for like every, was it every penny or every dollar you spent? I think I can't remember. I think it started off with every dollar you spent. And then by the time by the time I left the company, it was like every penny. So like a nine a nine dollar CD would give you like 90 points. Right. 
and then by by the end, like I said, a nine dollar CD would give you like nine hundred points because they they adjusted the point system. But it was a points card, and then you could collect points with every purchase, build up points, and use it to save money on your purchases. Or there was a there was an online store with just a bunch of stupid stuff with ridiculously high high point valued stuff that you would have to like literally spend a million fucking dollars in order to to collect the points to get the stuff on the website but basically most people use it for the in-store discounts so i offered this kid a card not thinking anything of it every customer every time the kid looked like he was a teenager right i he looked like he was about 15 16 and so i sold i sold him the peer card and then later, <laughs> his mom was furious that he had bought this rewards card. And she ended up coming in and Sarah had to deal with this angry mother because because her kid spent $3 on a loyalty card when he was coming in and spending money on a CD anyways. Like, so Sarah had to deal with irate that irate mother. And I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't done intentionally. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to like purposely have customers get irate and make Sarah deal with them. Although that was, that was fun and it worked out to be really strong and really favorable for me. Drank. Uh, but yeah, and, and there's, there were other instances where I may have set off a few customers and Sarah had to come in and, and deal with their, with their irateness. Like it, it happens. It's, you know, it's retail, it's customer service. Th things happen. It's, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not going out of my way to make people's days horrible. But I give what I get. If you come in as a customer and you're, you know, not in the greatest of moods and you want to take it out on, on the retail employee, I, as a retail employee at the time, was kind of giving it back. <laughs> kind of, eh? Kind of. Just kind of. No, you know what? In the moment, even in the moment, because these situations were just fucking hilarious, to be quite honest. And I had to do everything in my power not to burst out laughing at the concerns that were brought up because it, it was nothing serious that should have even been addressed. But I think with that angry mom, I literally just was in awe of her response to her son buying the card. I literally just opened up the register and gave her $3 back. Like I didn't even cancel the card. It was just like, get out of here. You're a nut job. Take your son and leave. But um, looking back, I mean, these are the the stories and experiences that I, I smile about. So thanks, David. Yeah, no worries. I'm I'm out of alcohol, so I'm I'm gonna go and run and grab another can. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Sarah talk for a bit. She can she can regale you the audience with some stories. And when I come back, I'm gonna have another really strong story to tell. <laughs> Wonderful. So Another wonderful memory I have, it might not be specifically with HMV, but it does involve both myself and David. We decided that we were going to go to the ROM, so the Royal Ontario Museum. We were going to walk around, take in some of the exhibits, see what was going on. And while we were there, we decided we were going to grab some lunch. And I think we went down to the cafeteria. So living in Toronto, Canada, poutine right simple how do you fuck up a poutine let me tell you this was probably one of the most terrible things i've ever put in my mouth do not ever order a poutine from the royal ontario museum it 
tasted like it came from a sarcophagus that was brought in to one of the ancient Egypt exhibits. It was the most disgusting thing I have ever tasted. How do you fuck up a poutine? We live in Canada. Like, I don't understand. To this day, just remembering the reaction, I'm pretty sure David and I almost lost it. Like, we both just put it in our mouths. I know that was a really strong comment. And the looks we gave each other, I will never forget it. I think you had to be there to understand just how terrible it was. But it was almost like a bag of hot garbage and potato skins covered in super old gravy with these hard, crusted cheese curds. So that's what are we at? Memory number four with David. Nasty poutine. Okay. I didn't know David was going to leave me, to be quite honest. So I don't really have anything prepped to keep you entertained. Um, Let's move on to memory number five. I'm going to try and shoot out as many as possible without him interjecting because it appears that he has a skewed version of reality based on his response to pulling returns. Because, yeah, I did have challenges with it, but I was also really fucking awesome at everything else in my job, which he failed to mention but um really you okay. were awesome at everything else that you got? Because that's not how i remember things going just admit it i was the best the listen, best listen no i really i fucking wasn't because i had never managed a retail store listen i came from starbucks okay starbucks is a very specific regiment like their operation is very clear cut and it was just so very different from HMV. And to be fair, when I came into HMV, I didn't really have the greatest training because our store manager was removed and brought elsewhere. To, to, so to, it, to, it was kind of just fa- like, wait, wait, here wait. You fucking to, go, Sarah. Wait, to here be, you go. T- to be fair, what, our what st- David? <laughs> Our store man, let's be honest, our store manager was taken away like about seven months after you came in. No, it wasn't. She was not. Yes. I got there in what? August? September. August. Uh, August. August of 2010. Mm-hmm. And she was taken away March of 2011. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Have another drink. Pro- Have actually, another drink. no, you're right. Probably April or May of 2011 because it was, <laughs> it was, no, 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 no. It was, it was June of 2011 oh, when we shut, shut down. Up. Or possibly it could have quite no, possibly hold on, been hold July. On. No, hold actually, on. Actually, hold on. Actually, it was August. No, hold on. no, no hold, September. Hold, hold, hold on here. It was it was June of 2012 when the store got shut down, right? Uh-huh. At, uh-huh. Which means we found out we were shutting down in May because it was uh-huh. would have been May when they told us, and then by end of June we had to be out of there. At that point, Julie had only been gone for a month, maybe a month and a half, so it would have been March or April 2011. So you're looking at a f- you were there a few months with Julie before she got taken away. So so don't say you didn't get proper training because because the manager of the store got taken away. You didn't get proper training because Sarah doesn't like to pay attention. <laughs> We 
listen, I can't help it if I get fucking bored and my brain just starts like focusing on the most ridiculous shit. I can't help it. It's a condition. Okay. It's a condition. Leave me alone. Plus, leave me. Alone. Plus, we had we had Frank as our supervisor. Stop! Oh, fuck! Stop, I, David! I, Stop! I, I love Frank so much. Frank was the best. Frank Frank is one of the greatest people that I've ever met in my life. But he had the fucking attention span of a fucking poodle. Like that dude was like a fucking grown human. In like that should have been a puppy dog because he was just so <laughs> all over the place and not focused and got. So you I, had two of us. I, I, so you had, so you I, had two I don't know running the show. I don't know how he got supervisor, but God love him for forgetting it. He was he was just such a genuinely amazing human being. And I, I, you know, I used to keep in contact with him after the store closed, but eventually he stopped returning my emails. I don't know if he had an issue with his email, if he changed emails or what happened. Yeah, to let's him. go with that, David. But let's go with that. I, I, I miss Frank. I, I, I love Frank. Frank is one of the Frank's a, such a great fucking dude. I, I love him and I, I miss him to death. Have a really strong toast to, to Frank, everyone. Cheers to Frank. Cheers to Frank. Frank and I actually went to go see the Lincoln lawyer together. I think we both had huge crushes on Ryan Phillippe and Matthew McConaughey. So it was it was a really great experience to get I, to take that in. Frank, with him. Frank had crushes on on a on a lot of a, a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah. On, 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 a, on a lot of actors. Frank had crushes on a lot of actors. <laughs> he had some really strong crushes. <laughs> really strong use of really strong triple drink. Zing. But yeah, I, I miss Frank. And I mean, I don't know if you told this story while I was gone, but I remember the time there was this old lady that came into the store and she wanted to return something. I can't even remember what it was she wanted to return, but I think it was a home appliance. I think she wanted to, to return like a fucking toaster or something to HMV. <laughs> I'm like, and first of all, she came in and said that she didn't have a receipt before she even told me what it was. I'm like, okay, well, normally we don't take things back without a receipt, but like, what was it? What, 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 what did you buy? And it was like, like I said, it's like a fucking home appliance, like a fucking toaster or something. I'm like, no, I can't take that back. We don't sell that here. And she got really mad at me. And she like came straight out and said like she bought it at Canadian Tire or something. I'm like, well, then you need to return it to Canadian Tire. And, she, and she's like, well, Best Buy would take this back without a receipt. I'm like, Best Buy sells toasters. We don't sell toasters. There's a Best you Buy. Best. I'm like, there's there's a Best Buy five minutes north up the street. Just just take it to Best Buy then. I'm not taking back your toaster that we don't sell. Yeah. <laughs> she got really mad and she asked for a manager and of course Sarah happened to be the manager on duty because Sarah seemed to always be the manager on duty when I caused shit <laughs> and Sarah had to deal with this woman who, who who wouldn't even like refer refer to me as like an employee or anything she just kept referring to me as that boy that boy <laughs> that boy <laughs> Oh my goodness. That, that boy was so rude to me. <laughs> you can take your toaster and shove it. 
Like, my gosh. Shit. And Sarah was like, first of all, he has a name. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always stuck up for you. All you've done is shit on me about how terrible I was. No, no listen, listen, listen. I didn't say you were terrible. You, 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 you're wonderful. You are an amazing person. And like I said earlier, I'm thankful that you came into HMV and therefore came into my life because you're one of my best friends. And I, I, I appreciate that. You're not terrible. You were terrible at returns. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'll accept it. Continue with the story. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how you turn something that's not going in your way and make it really strong and favorable for you. Take a drink. You deserve it. That boy. <laughs> I hope He's you're got a name. I, I hope you're taking drinks, too, because you're supposed to be drinking along with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Diet Pepsi is really good. Would you say that the Diet Pepsi is really strong? <laughs> it's really strong. Fuck, double drink. Okay, continue with the story. Because to be quite honest, I don't even remember how it ended. But I do remember saying, hold your horses, he's got a name. Yes. Uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. Like, so, uh, you were just <laughs> like, he. first of all, he's got a name. <laughs> and you're like, second of all, we don't sell that product. He's right. We can't take it back. And then I think she was like, she argued with you for a bit. And I just walked away because so, I didn't want to hear the rest of her bitchy ass conversation. So I just walked away. So I don't know what ended up, uh, what else ended up being said. Because I, I almost, I almost fucking lost, like not lost it as in got angry, but just the way she said that boy, like I couldn't contain myself. I was going to fucking die from laughter. So I had to walk away so she couldn't see. I, I'm pretty sure I just walked away as well at that point. I didn't want, I didn't want to start laughing and then her see that and her get more upset at it. <laughs> causing more of a headache for Sarah. So I, as soon as she said that boy, and Sarah said, he's got a name. I, I had to, like, remove myself from the floor. I had to walk towards the back room and just start dying laughing. <laughs> Man, we had some good times. And it's like, you, you can't even make this shit up. It's so far out there. The things that people... I could not even imagine waking up one day and being like, yeah... I really don't like this shirt. I'm going to go return it to the science center and see if they'll give me a <laughs> refund. Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Things just don't make I, sense. I mean, I mean, the shirt, the shirt has lyrics from the song. She blinded me with science. So obviously the science center should take it back. God, go. <laughs> God. Oh, okay. Chad. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I remember when Michael Jackson died. And yes. Before before Michael Jackson died, you you weren't here at that point cuz this would have been 2009. Mhm. But before he died, he was supposed to be going on his last world tour, right? The This Is It tour? Correct, yeah. So <laughs> we in honor of that, you know how HMV used to have promotional shirts that we would have to wear every once in a while to promote stuff. So we had the This Is It promotional shirts. And then he died. 
And then the next day after he died, I was at work and we still had to wear the promotional This Is It shirts, which <gasps> I don't know why we still had to wear those, but we still had to wear the This Is It shirts. This is it, really. This is really it. And, that was it. Well, n- no, because it, it's it's funny because we had the This Is It shirts for the tour. And then after a couple of, a couple of maybe like two or three months after he died, they released the This Is It DVD where it was like the behind the scenes footage yeah. of him getting ready for the tour before he passed. So then we got additional t-shirts for that. But oh my God. I remember the t-shirt we had for the This Is It tour when he died. The next day I went into work and <laughs> I had two women come up to me that wanted to buy the shirt for me. <laughs> Well, first they asked if we had had any spares that they mm-hmm. that they could have. I'm like, no, unfortunately not. Like these shirts came in uh, a little while ago. All of the staff members already have the shirts, and we don't we don't have any left. And I'm yeah. Like, well, can can we buy that one off of you? I'm like, the one I'm wearing. They're like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we'll buy it off of you. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> And one, one of the women's like, I will pay you $100 for that shirt. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, listen, all right, if I had another work shirt with me right now, if I had any <laughs> other shirt with me right now, I would give you this shirt for $100. I have yeah. nothing. I need this shirt. <laughs> Because it wouldn't look too good if head office came in and I was walking around the store shirtless. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, nobody wants to see that to begin with, including me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Man. Man, oh, man. I was was so close to selling that shirt for like a hundred bucks. But yeah, it it was like it was like a five minute conversation with them trying to trying to buy that shirt off of me. Maybe they just wanted to see uh, some man chest. <laughs> I mean, they could have just paid me $100 to show them my chest. But... I'll give you $100 to take off your shirt. <laughs> but like I said, that's not what I've they wanted. I've never wanted. had that. No, nobody... I've never had that offer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've walked across the Danforth. You've probably had that offer for like 10 bucks. <laughs> I was just going to say nobody on the Danforth has 100 bucks on I was gonna, well. I was gonna say like <laughs> they don't have that much money, but I'm sure that they've offered you like five bucks and some crap. So, <laughs> I've recently relocated from Toronto to Sault Ste. Marie. I've been in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, for three or four months now. And one thing I must say, I do miss my Danforth walks because there was so much entertainment. I have never felt more beautiful in my life. So Danforth, the particular area I lived in, in Scarborough, let's just say along by Victoria Park Avenue. So that general section of Danforth has quite a few characters, really interesting characters. Now, I could probably leave my house in my pajamas Covered in leftovers from the previous night, not bathed in a week. And somehow, (laughs) while walking down Danforth in this beautiful getup, I would still have people honking and whistling and waving. And it's not just me. 
any woman. It would be any woman. So ba- you could ba- live basically a typical Toronto one would be a Scarborough <laughs> Danforth ten. Like, and I'm oh. not, and I'm not trying to call Sarah a one by any means because Sarah Sarah is a gorgeous woman, but. Like, you can be a 1 by normal Toronto standards, and you would be a 10 by Scarborough Danforth <laughs> standards. Absolutely. That is a very strong statement, and I stand by it. That is fantastic. Perfectly worded, David. And thank you. Thank you for the compliment. But, um, I, I mean, yeah, I do I mean, miss it. it. My compliments to you don't happen often. <laughs> I know they don't. 11 years, I can probably count on... Not even one hand. <laughs> My first three fingers. Well, that I goes think. back to what I brought up earlier. Sarah doesn't listen. Because <laughs> <laughs> the minute yeah. somebody starts to comp- compliment Sarah, she's like, no, stop. No, I won't hear that. Stop. <laughs> I'm really bad with accepting compliments from anybody. Yeah, uh, it makes you're, me really uncomfortable. You're, you're, I just your compliment acceptance skills are not really strong. Drink, but it's true, and I don't know if it's just because I don't fucking trust people. I think <laughs> I that's a huge issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe the words that come out of their mouths. You know. I think that's got to be it. So I, like I mean, this- I think I think there's other issues there too, which we're not going to get into. We're <laughs> not on this episode. Th- this is not the we're discussing Sarah's trauma podcast. But- <laughs> <laughs> we have to save that for a week long uh, episode. Like you will, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not going to open that box. A, a week long episode. You want to just record for a week straight at some. And we wouldn't still have enough time to go through everything. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think there's I think there's a couple of reasons why why you won't accept compliments. But but I have complimented you more than more than three or four times. You just refuse to acknowledge them. <laughs> okay, you're a great friend. Blah blah blah. Next, yes, that, that was really strong sarcasm. By the way. <laughs> Drink. Oh man. So while you were while you stepped away to refill your cup or your can or whatever the which hell I, you're drinking. Which I'm probably I, gonna have to again because of how many times you've said that goddamn phrase since I've come back. Me. <laughs> um I told the story of the poutine, that god awful Oh, from the ROM? <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> the greatest like, the greatest poutine of all time. It's like they bleh. dug it up in fucking ancient Egypt with the remains of the mummy. Yo, that's what I just said. I said it tasted like it came over in a sarcophagus <laughs> from ancient Egypt. <laughs> that was That's why we're friends. That was the worst fucking poutine i've i've i also have a another hilarious fucking rom story which i don't think i ever told you and i can't say it on the podcast because like people would fucking like lose their shit over this one Uh so you're gonna have to remind me to tell you later at some point okay (laughs) but it was it was fucking hilarious (laughs) but we're not gonna get into that but yeah that that poutine was Oh, that was awful. But I do miss going to the ROM. I, I really, really want to get back to the 
back to the Royal Ontario Museum. I, I, I really love history and and shit like that. So I I obviously because of Oh shit, pardon me. Because of the pandemic oh, <laughs> because of the pandemic over the last couple of years, everything's been closing and then reopening and then closing and reopening. So I haven't had a chance to get to the ROM in oh I'd say it's probably been five years since I've been there, maybe. But yeah, it's uh, I, I want to get back there. Yeah, I always had a fun time going to the ROM. Do they still have that Winnie the Pooh exhibit? Was that the, even the ROM that did that? I don't think so. I don't remember a Winnie the Pooh exhibit ever being at the ROM. Oh, I strongly suggest that you Google that shit because I'm pretty sure they did. But we'll we'll check we'll fact check later. Well, no, um, I, I have Google pulled up. I, well, I don't have Google pulled up, but I can access Google. Liar. I'm on my laptop. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Winnie the Pooh's fucking awesome. Winnie the Pooh ROM exhibit. Uh, Winnie the Pooh exploring <laughs> the classic at the Royal Ontario Museum. There was an exhibit. Uh, Booyah, bitch. When was it? <laughs> when was it? <laughs> of course it was during the fucking pandemic. It ran from September 1st, 2020 to November 22nd, 2020. <laughs> Oh, come on. How are you going to do Pooh Bear like that? They have to bring that back. Like, they have to bring that back. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> that's terrible. Pooh Bear Winnie the Pooh. Wait, was that really the song? Or is that DuckTales? Pooh Bear Winnie I don't the think Pooh it's, Bear. I, 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 Pooh. I, I don't think that's either. Like, I... I <laughs> I know, I know that song that you're trying to sing, but it, it's not Winnie the Pooh or or Ducktales. <laughs> maybe it's Winnie. I swear to God, I've I've heard that episode, that song on one of our old episodes while we were. With- I, you know what? If I'm right, I'm going to be really impressed because last night I was talking to my friend. Jay, who's a really fucking awesome guy, and you should have him on the podcast one day. And we were talking about, are you afraid of the dark? And we were just going back and forth with the different episodes, the original one. So from like when we were kids back in the early 90s, right? And he mentioned, I don't know if you're familiar with, are you afraid of the dark, David? But there was this one episode. I I know that. I know, are you afraid of the dark? It aired on YTV. Yeah, it did. It was one of my favorite shows. I still think about it a lot. When I use my Android box, I often will just watch an episode. So anyways, we were talking about this one episode and he remembered it and he was describing it. It was the one with the clown. And I said, oh, the ghastly grinner, which was the name of the episode. He goes, yeah, but what's the name of the clown? And like, it just rolled off the tip of my tongue. Like I was talking about it, you know, like... I watched it yesterday, Zebo the Clown. So if, <laughs> if I get two 90s references correct, I'm going to be very impressed with myself. Okay, well, hold on. You're not going to be able to hear this, but I've pulled up Winnie the Pooh intro song on YouTube. Okay. You're not going to be able to hear it. I'll That's be able fine. to hear That's it, fine. and the listening audience is going to be able to hear it. But give me one sec. Okay. Gotta get up. Get 
Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. I told you. I didn't think you would be able to hear it on your end through the through the audio mixer. But yeah, no, you're right. That was Winnie the Pooh. Bum, 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 it definitely bum. wasn't DuckTales, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get DuckTales. I'll think about it tonight at three in the morning and I'll start singing it. You, you and have I'll save it for the next oh time. My God. You have to watch. Remind me to send you the link. There's a video called Alternate DuckTales <laughs> Intro. I, I forget who I forget who does it, but you have to see it. It's like the, the most inappropriate and funniest fucking thing. Okay. Well, I'm excited. I love inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I'm aware. But I do have the DuckTales theme here. <laughs> That's why we're good friends. Life is like a hurricane. Duck It's a duck Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales. Phoning tails or cotton tails, but duck tails. Duck tails. <laughs> that, that last fucking line is amazing. <laughs> Dude, whatever happened to Degrassi? Like, I feel, I get the feels when I think about or, you know, we listen to these theme songs from these shows that we used to watch so long ago. Like, it makes me sad. Do you get that? Or do you just get, like, happy and excited? Like, nostalgia fucks with me. I like nostalgia until I realize how long ago it was. Like, think of it this way. In in less than... We are less than eight years away. Less than eight years away from the beginning of the 1990s being 40 years ago. Why did you have to say that? (laughs) Like, that is such a mind fuck. Like... That means In- that means the beginning of the 80s is almost 50 years ago. When I think of things 40, 50 years ago, I think of like the 60s and the 50s. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like the Beatle, Beatlemania. That's 40 <laughs> years ago to me. <laughs> I like this happened to me at work like the just the other day. Someone was talking about the 60s and they were saying, "Yeah, I can't believe that was 60 years ago." I'm like, "No. No, the 60s were like only 30 years ago. What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, like in my head, the 90s were 10 years ago. Like that was the last previous decade. That's it. That's yeah. it. Don't, yeah. don't fuck with me. The, 20, don't question the, the me. 2000s and the 2010s don't exist. The 90s were like 10 years ago. That's it. Man, I couldn't agree more. Oh my God. <laughs> Man, Degrassi does something to my soul. And this is this is the original Degrassi. Degrassi yes. Junior High from the eighties, not the shitty revamp Next Generation shit. Sorry, Dre. <laughs> Everybody can succeed. All you need is to 
I remember one episode in particular. It was when the twins had to go to the pharmacy because one of them thought she was pregnant. One of them. Uh, well, it turned out she was pregnant. Yes. Sorry. She she was. But at this point in time, they just had a suspicion. So they went to the pharmacy to get a test. The pregnancy test that they bought literally looked like the COVID test, that the rapid yep. tests that yep. we do now with the little test tubes. And I remember dying when I watched it because... <laughs> Of course, because of our age, well, my age, I didn't watch it live as it aired. I watched it maybe five or six years later. Speaking of dying, do you remember the worst character ever on Degrassi, Eddie? (laughs) Poor, poor guy. (laughs) Wasn't there one episode where, like, her mom or dad died or something? And she just, like, out of nowhere in the episode, just matter-of-factly stated, my mom's dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the way the way the line do, is delivered is just so unintentionally hilarious that it's just really strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good slip in there. Take a drink. Yeah, I remember you and I used to really, really, really like rag on LD's character. She was and, terrible. And Tara, shout out to Tara. Oh yeah, Tara. Yes, I love Tara. We had some good times. Yeah, LD, that was she was such like a a wet sponge. I don't know, like what? How do you I think even describe only, that personality? I think I think she only lasted the first year, which thank mm-hmm. God because that was such a terrible fucking character. My mom's dead. <laughs> Sorry, LD, did you say something? Our ancestors had a mystical oh, connection with red pants. God damn it! What was a blessing became. Inconvenience. What? Oh, this is the new Pixar Disney movie that's setting Toronto red. red. Streaming Turning red. Sorry. Disney Plus. But this is what I want coming up. Come on. So this, this is the scene from Grassy High. So there was Degrassi Junior High, which was like the first season, and then there was Degrassi High, which lasted like five. I like how they have to hold on to the Degrassi uh, onto the high because they cut out the junior high, so they have to hold yes. Also, I don't know if you remember this, because I forgot until I just watched the video. So the Degrassi High logo for the show, <laughs> at the end of the opening intro, they just, like, fucking zoom, on, zoom in on some girl's butt. <laughs> yes, I remember. And I was like, is it, like, her jean pocket because it says Degrassi? Like, could they not have place that somewhere else why are we looking it's That's so like looking back at it now yeah it's 100 percent inappropriate like <laughs> who thought that was a good idea like, that's fucking coming weird. in really strong with that one <laughs> but Man, but can't forget about the movie remember the oh god yeah the, the made the, for tv movie that they did in the summer yeah yeah that was like the last thing that they ever well it was like that was supposed to be like their swan song because they finished the tv show 
I think it was like a year after the TV show ended. They did that made for TV movie that was just supposed to give an update on everybody's lives. And who died in the episode? Somebody died because wheels got fucking drunk and like ran them over. Like I, 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 I don't even remember like the. It's been so long since I've actually watched the movie, but it did get. But Degrassi did give us the greatest thing ever: the zits. Everybody wants something. Go. Everybody wants something. Yeah. Canadian band of all time, the Zits. The Zits. For, Fuck the tragic the remedy. <laughs> but then they made it to high school and they had to be cool, so they called it the Zits. Yeah. My dad was in a band in high school called the Flying Pigs. No, they were called something else, but when they were making the logo for the school dance or something, he went to Wexford, which is an arts. I know high Wexford. I know Wexford. In Toronto. Yeah. Well, and for the listeners that don't know, yes. The arts department fucked up on the decorations and it looked like flying pigs. So they started calling themselves the flying pigs. <laughs> Just thought that was funny. <laughs> well, we're on the topic of high school bands. So now anytime I see anything with pigs with wings, which actually isn't that hard to come by, I buy it. Really? Like, because because it doesn't come by in my life too often. Like, well, because you're not looking for it. Like, I've literally found little figurines, like porcelain figurines. I found socks that have pigs with wings on it. Like, it's it's Amazon that. Check it out. Take a look. They'll take your money and never give did you, up. Did you specifically say it had to have clouds or no clouds? No clouds, just flying pigs. Just pigs flying with pig. wings. Okay, flying pig. With wings. All right. Let's look it up. <laughs> There's a cast iron flying pig with wings. <gasps> I need it. Buy it for me. I'll e-transfer you. <laughs> How big is it? <laughs> uh, just trying to find out. It's like $34. Okay, hold off on it, that. <laughs> it, yeah, $34.21 for three inches. The, ladies, don't overpay for three inches. <laughs> Is that the going rate? <laughs> it's my going rate. <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening. <laughs> There's a David coming in really strong. God damn it. I'm going to have to get another beer. Hold on. <laughs> Stop leaving. God damn it. Come prepared, man. It's not like this is your podcast or anything. Do.
DJ Dyslexic Flex for your listening entertainment. Oh, David. David, David, David. Jesus Christ, are you going to Mexico to get your fucking corona? God damn it. Why? <laughs> I thought you were going to be good on this episode. <laughs> Again, always bashing me. People wonder why I have confidence issues. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I'm probably one of the people in your life that builds you up the most. <laughs> You're tr- you're correct. You're true. You're true. <laughs> but I I do have to say that drinking Corona is much better than fucking drinking Bud Light Lime. Hashtag fuck you, Bud. <laughs> hashtag, Whoa. Hashtag never sponsored us. Hashtag sponsor me Corona. Hashtag get that Bud out of here. Strong. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag really strong. Double drink. <laughs> Hashtag somebody's bitter. Oh, God. So when when this podcast originally started, so here's the premise of, of Drunk Discussions. So <laughs> I really wanted to do a Boy Meets World podcast. I think I remember you discussing this. But I was too lazy to, like, watch <laughs> watch the show and then take notes and then fucking form my thoughts on it. So I thought it would be fun just to, like, fucking play the episode and talk over it and review it as I watched it live. And at the time, my buddy Sean and I were going to Brass Taps on the Danforth, like, three times a week to go drinking. So one night, I just started bringing my laptop and my recording equipment with me, and we just watched Boy Meets World live from the bar <laughs> and and recording the podcast. And originally, the podcast was going to be called High Five to Bad Decisions. But the reason why we didn't go with that was because the social media names for that were already taken, which I was fucking surprised with. So I had I had to come up with a show name that I could use that I would also be able to use social media names for. So I went with Drunk drunk Discussions. Drunk Discussions was already taken on Twitter. So that's why Drunk Discussions social media has ended up becoming Drunk D Podcast, which once again, if you're not following, follow on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Drunk D Podcast or Facebook.com slash Drunk Discussions. But so that's how the show started is because I want to do a Boy Meets World podcast, but I didn't want to like actually have to watch the show and then write out my thoughts on it and then review it later. And then that just devolved devolved into Sean and I just watching random 80s commercials on YouTube and reviewing those. And then it just became a clusterfuck of we would find random fucking shit to to watch on YouTube while we were at the bar drinking. And (laughs) that uh, I just I just loved it because it was different because there are a lot of there are a lot of podcasts about drinking and shit out there. But. There wasn't anything out there that was recording episodes live from bars that I could find. So I just, I thought it was, it added an extra layer, which made the show unique. And then obviously, because we have all this fucking recording equipment in a bar, people would walk by and they it just like random people, they'd be like, what the fuck is, go-? so we'd have a bunch of random drunk people show up and just talk <laughs> on the show too, which, which made it even fucking better. Plus, we were becoming regulars at the bar, so the bartenders would come in, and they would talk on the podcast. 
So, yeah, the old drunk discussions was fucking amazing. And once this fucking pandemic is actually over and everything is reopened again, I can't wait to to go back to a bar and record a podcast from there. But I'm going to have to find a new bar because Brass Taps, unfortunately, closed down permanently during the pandemic. R.I.P. Hashtag R.I.P. Brass Taps. Hashtag thank you for letting us use you for our recording. Hashtag really strong. But that's how that's how drunk <laughs> discussions got started. Hashtag drink. Hashtag because I'm a fucking lady. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so should I tell the story as to how that line came about? About how that became one of my favorite taglines. I mean, you can. It became a tagline on on this this show because my friend Steph, who joined us for a couple of episodes early on, like I think episodes, she's somewhere between episode, I think her first appearance was episode nine and she made an appearance, I think on episode 12 and 13. She was on a few times in the early episodes, but she started saying hashtag because I'm a lady. So that's how it started on this show. But I would like to hear your origin story of it. Okay, well, mine is I'm a fucking lady, so let's just put that out there. Hashtag Sarah's Uh, a fucking lady. Fucking lady, thank you. So I was... Not fucking as in Sarah's a lady having lots of sex, but just fucking as in the term fucking. Hashtag Sarah's a fucking lady. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, no worries. So (laughs) I was in a car with a friend, and we were driving in the west end of Toronto. And this car pulls up in front of us and intentionally starts doing really ridiculous shit, like obviously trying to get us to rear end him. So he's speeding up and then slamming on his brakes, cutting in and out. Like it was just ridiculous. This person was just asking for us to hit them. So my friend notices the guy sort of pulling over a little bit and she tries to speed up to get in front of him, right? To get away from this weirdo because there's really nowhere else to go. So again, the guy fucking speeds up and now he slams on his brake and kind of slides sideways. So he stopped in front of us. So at this point, I had enough because it had gone on for like a good minute. And a minute might not seem that long, but when you think you're going to die, trust me, a minute is pretty fucking long. So I'm holding, I think I had a coffee, a cup of coffee. I get out of the car because sometimes I might have a hot temper. David, I'm not sure if you know about this or not. You get out of no, the car. <laughs> no, you don't have a hot temper. That's not the Sarah I know. Losing, I get out of the car. Losing her shit. Fucking like, like irate at this time. I'm holding my cup of coffee. I throw my cup of coffee at the guy's car and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? There's a fucking lady in this car. <laughs> of course, I was referring to myself. And like, as soon as the words flew out of my mouth, I'm like, how bizarre does that sound? Like, I'm screaming at this guy and cursing at him while referring to myself as a fucking lady. But <laughs> anyways, it was just such a, a highly emotional situation. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in uh, like a crazy road rage situation. I don't know what this guy's plan was, but he was just a complete moron. And I am so thankful that nobody got hurt in this situation. But yeah, I, 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 I'm very lucky that nothing came out of me getting in, out of the car and whipping my cup of coffee at the guy's car. But yeah, that's how I'm a fucking lady came about. And I've been saying it now for about four or five years. 
I fucking love it. Yeah, it's a great. It, I would say it's a great story, but it's not. It's a really strong story. Douche. <laughs> oh, anything to anything to get the drinking game in. There you go. Oh man, did you get the picture I sent you? I don't know because we're you're talking on your phone, so you may not have gotten the picture I sent you. I did. Oh my god, David, this is fucking fantastic. I need this. So David just sent me. He found an. Well, I guess it's a product that you can buy. Flying wig, wing pig flag. Say that ten times. It's like fast. a pirate flag with a fucking <laughs> flying pig on it. I need to get this. I need one for me and one for my dad. And I bet you if I get it for my dad, he will actually fly it outside his house. <laughs> his wife will be so pissed, but I bet you he will proudly fly this flag. <laughs> Your dad would 100% fly that flag. My dad is fucking amazing. <laughs> I love your dad. I've never even met your dad, but like I just this is the stories I've heard <laughs> of your dad. Like I I want to have a drink with him. Man, he's I I can't even come up with a good enough description. Like there's no description that you could come up with that would do justice to the man that he is. He is such an incredible human being. His sense of humor is one of the greatest I've ever experienced. People that have known him always talk about his sense of humor. Like he can get you laughing through anything and he's just so witty and quick with it. Anyone who's had the pleasure of knowing him or have having met him knows how great of a person he is. So yeah, drinks definitely need to uh, happen. Actually, my dad doesn't drink, but um, maybe he'll smoke a J. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I just doubted you. Smoke them if you got them. But I would say your dad is a really strong human being with really <laughs> strong character, Bill. Drink, drink. I would have to agree really strongly. God damn it. And this is how Sean and I would get drunk off of fucking shitty ass butt at. Bud Light Lime, because we would just say this phrase over and over again throughout the podcast. <laughs> and we'd have to drink. It wasn't the fact that we were drinking good beer. It was the fact that we were drinking beer quickly and it was affecting us. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> oh, man. But we've we've been talking for almost an hour and 20 minutes. I don't know if there's any other stories that you want to regale the listeners with. Um, you know what? I've probably bored them enough for this evening. <laughs> we'll we'll save Nana's stories for another episode. Oh shit! Yeah, she needs her own again. That's like another week. Okay, so we got trauma. We got Nana. I guess you might be able to combine the two. Maybe. I mean, I There's... think I think Nana gives you trauma. So yeah, Fuck we can man. definitely combine the two. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. I'll get my Dear Diary journal out. <laughs> Today I cried because... <laughs> because Nana... <laughs> Vacuums. <laughs> That's another story for another day. That, well, that will tie in amazingly <laughs> with the trauma stories. 
I love that I'm at a stage where I can laugh at this shit. No, in all honesty, yeah, no, it's you. You have been I like I said I've known you for eleven years, almost twelve years. It'll be twelve years in mm-hmm. August. You've you've been through a lot over the last twelve years, <laughs> and I, no, I'm 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 absolutely thrilled that you are in a good place now that you're fucking thriving and because and that you're you're doing i mean i would say doing better (laughs) mentally is towing the line because (laughs) because it's you but (laughs) but no i'm 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 happy to i'm i'm thrilled to see that you're happy and thriving and you have been through a lot of shit, which we're not going to get into here, but I've known you for 12 years and I, I, I'm proud of how, how much you've pulled through the hard times. Thank you, David. I really appreciate that. And I'm not going to cry <laughs> for your listeners because I'm an ugly crier, even with just no video, like just the sound is fucking well, ugly. I mean, so. I, I mean <laughs> th- this, this is going to be specifically for Sean who's not listening, but I mean, this is a video pot, a video podcast. So your listeners would be, uh, the viewers would be able to see you cry. So we don't want that. So we'll, we'll save them from, from seeing you cry, hide those tears, hashtag, because you're a fucking lady. (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) Not only was it perfect, I would go out on a limb here and say it was really strong. (laughs) Zing drank. But I think with that, we're going to wrap this episode up. I really want to thank Sarah for for coming on. It's always amazing to talk to you, especially when when we just laugh at the stupidest fucking shit. Yeah, absolutely. As I said at the beginning, you guys can follow us on social. Well, not I, I'm so used to saying us because I'm so used to co-hosting this sh- show with Sean. Hashtag fuck you, Sean. Hashtag fuck Saskatchewan. Hashtag Saskatchewan sucks. Hashtag I don't even know if you're fucking alive at this point, but I'm so used to Hashtag doesn't Saskatchewan have Wi-Fi or phones? <laughs> Sean? They do, but apparently Sean doesn't like fucking responding to people. But I, I digress. That's that's my <laughs> anger issues towards Sean for another episode. But I'm so used to saying us because of because of co-hosting the podcast with Sean. But you can follow me and the show on social medias, Facebook.com slash drunk discussions at drunk D podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can support the show by buying some merch. I am uploading some new merch soon with the new with uh, the new drunk discussions that just says drunk discussions with Ocho rather than drunk discussions with Sean and Ocho because again hashtag fuck Sean. Also, I've got a couple of new designs coming out besides the new the new drunk discussions logo. But you can buy that from shop.spreadshirt.com/slash drunk discussions. And if you're already listening to this podcast, you know where we are. You found us, but you can help us by le- you can help the show by leaving a comment, leaving a rating, and letting your friends and family know where to find us. And this show, you can let them know, is available on most major podcasts and platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Podbean, drunkdiscussions.podbean.com. Before we wrap it up for the evening, Sarah, do you have any final words for the audience? Other than that was a really strong outro, outro. (laughs) I tried really hard to get that straight. (laughs) No, see, that's it. We're see, good. Sarah, Sarah's not used to the Ocho nicknames. 
No, I just go with Dave Speed. Dave Speed's my favorite. <laughs> you almost gave away my actual last I know. name. <laughs> I know. I know. Womp. <laughs> Epic fail. Really strong fail. And with that being said, whether you're listening to this in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, whatever time of day it is, where you are when you're listening, I thank you for listening. I appreciate you listening. And I'll talk to you guys again very, very soon. Bye-bye. Have you ever done this before? Not Is this with your you. first rodeo? With you, yeah. I forgot you're a loud Italian woman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is this better? <laughs> Do you want me to whisper? <laughs> I mean, this would be the creepiest drunk discussions of all time. <laughs> It'll be like, have you ever seen those videos online? Like the sensory videos where people are like obsessed with those really bizarre sounds. And yes. they have people like just biting into pickles. And yeah, <laughs> drinking the, the ASMR videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I watch some of those. I, uh, I, I can't stand. I bet you have. Uh, I, I can't stand the ones where they're like using food and shit. Like that, just I, I don't, I don't get that. But <laughs> or like crinkling bags. Oh, like that just, just it, it creeps me out. It's like nails on a chop. Like soft whispering, I can handle, but like the crinkling <laughs> shit, like that's that's like a different level of psychopath Creepo? that enjoys yeah. that. <laughs> I'm just like I'm 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 entry level psycho with like the soft whispering, but it takes like next level psycho to get into the yeah. Into the I crinkling. was just gonna ignore that comment and let it go, but you just hit the nail on the head. Even the soft whispering for me is like, what the fuck? I'm I'm, I'm self aware. I can I can admit that I'm a bit of a psychopath. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I guess we all have our our thing. Right? <laughs> Give me give me one second to do a show intro because we're pretty much just going to be shooting the shit. But let me let let me do an intro first and then we can keep talking afterwards. Groovy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>